With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, time to talk football. Roach, we've been talking for about five years now, I think. that uh, even longer, Kim. Yeah, that there will be a National AFL's reserve competition. It's needed. But it would sadly mean the end of the Port Adelaide Magpies. To get more clarity on that and some time frames, we thought it'd be... uh, Ideal. The right thing to do to speak to the CEO of the Port Adelaide Footy Club, Matthew Richardson. Richo, appreciate your time. Hello, Kim. Michelangelo. Great to have you. Um, We're getting so many text messages. There's obviously a lot of sadness about the demise or the possible demise of the Port Adelaide Magpies. Can you just bring us up to speed where you're at in terms of a national reserves competition and some time frames and the exact reasons why you want out of the sandfall? Yeah, look, perhaps I'm, first of all, if I could just say it, it's not new news. It's sort of been reported in no. the last couple of days that we've come out and spoken to the SNFL. That hasn't happened. Um, this conversation, as you said earlier, has been going on for a number of years. Uh, and the reality is, you know, the Port Adelaide Footy Club has been in the AFL for 26 years now. And we've been having this conversation in one form or another for a long time. So that's the that's the first point. Secondly, the conversation really is with the AFL and we, um, we've been having that conversation with the AFL on the basis that um, if you look at, um, you know, the AFL is one of the most equalised professional sports leagues in the world. Um, there's a whole lot of measures that the AFL use in order, to, uh, in order to achieve that, whether it be, you know, salary caps, soft caps, NGA academies, father-sons, there's a whole lot of inequities across the competition. And our um, our strong view with the AFL is that you can't not consider second-tier competitions as part of that that conversation when you've got the situation at the moment where effectively you've got 14 AFL teams operating under one system and then four teams that are operating in uh, effective other, other state leagues. So that's the that's the basis of this conversation. As I said, it's not new. It's been ongoing for a, mm. a long period of time, and um, and we, you know, again had that conversation with the AFL last week. As Kim said, Matthew, we've been looking at this for a long time. I remember Gillam McLaughlin as AFL chief executive one day promised he was going to look at everything under the AFL. It never happened. So if I give you the blank sheet of paper, what's the ideal model? Not just for Port Adelaide, but for everyone in the AFL and everyone in state league footy. Yeah, well, I think that's the point, Michelangelo. We haven't been able to come up with a model that we've been operating with this compromised model and compromised from both sides uh, for a long period of time. And you know, our view is now's the time to look at, um, you know, the, from an AFL club's perspective, what is the best structure um, that first and foremost supports the AFL clubs in the way that AFL clubs develop their talent. Um, and then the the state leagues and the structures that fall below that, because at the moment you've got a whole lot of um, you know, effectively compromised systems right across the country. So you're 
endorsing a national reserves competition, would you go as far as a national under-18s as well? No, look, at, at the moment, what you know, we, we do believe that at some point there, it, it makes sense to have a national uh, second-tier competition so that you've got all 18 clubs operating and developing talent under the same, yeah. under the same model. What happens beyond that is, you know, I think that's part of that review around how, um, you know, how talent develops, how talent progresses through the system mm-hmm. um, and how that feeds into, you know, state leagues and community football. It's much bigger than that. As, as you said, um, you know, it's complex and um, it, it's going to take some time. We don't have all the answers, but, um, you know, really what we want to do is just continue to progress this conversation. Are all 18 AFL clubs on board? with a National Reserves competition? Well, as I said earlier, Kim, you've got 14 teams at the moment that are already operating in one competition mm. and there are, no doubt, there are issues within that competition. Uh, and then you've got the two Western Australian clubs and the two South Australian clubs at the moment that aren't. The texts that we get more than anything at the moment uh, that have been coming through, and there's uh, hundreds of them, uh, is there any possibility that you'd be able to fund the Port Adelaide Magpies to stay in the sample? Yeah, I mean, I I just think history is a great teacher. Um, You know, if you think about, you know, back in 1995, the Port Adelaide Football Club voted and its members voted to move to the AFL competition um, when the SNFL the licence was owned by the SNFL. The condition of that licence was that Port Adelaide would stay in the SNFL but also move to the AFL. Uh, I think in 11 or 12 years, we proved that that model didn't work um, yeah. and it, it didn't work for the benef- uh, for anyone. It didn't work for the Port Adelaide Football Club and it certainly didn't work for the SNFL and South Australian footy. We worked really hard and that, that was the SNFL, the SNFL clubs and Port Adelaide to effectively put... Port Adelaide back together at the end of 2011 and you know we've been operating again with a model which at that time with the two AFL clubs competing in the SNFL competition um, worked at that time and here we are now you know 14 years later having the same conversation so um, you know at this stage we've got a, a, a license agreement to compete in the SNFL competition until 2028 but what we'd like to do is continue having this conversation with the AFL um, because, you know, in our view, um, it is time to, to look at what is best for um, the AFL clubs and then, by extension, how that um, integrates into state leagues. Hey, Taylor Goad, uh, AFL draft prospect, coming up very, very shortly. But Matthew Richardson, the CEO of the Port Adelaide Football Club, has been kind enough to stay on the line during that news service. Richo, we really appreciate it. There's so many questions to ask. I think we got to the stage when you're dealing with the Sandful. You still have a five-year contract with the Sandful. Are there any ramifications in regards to trying to break that deal? Yeah, look, as you said, we've got a licence agreement to compete in the SNFL competition until um, 2028. Um, I guess what we're, and again, this is the conversation we're having with the AFL, is, you know, um, is the system that we've got in place at the moment the best thing for footy in South Australia? And rather than always sort of turn to money, let's actually look at what the what's best for footy um, at every level uh, and then make our decisions around what's going to be best for football and then I'm sure the I'm sure the money um, we can work out the money secondary to that but you know all of those are things that we can work out in time 
um, you know, the priority for us is the conversation we're having with the AFL about elevating um, second tier and their considerations around, um, you know, broader equalisation across the AFL competition. So when you say money, that means there'd have to be a payout to the sample, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying you're, you know, we have an agreement until 2028. Um, there isn't, you know, it's not, you know, this issue isn't about money. It's about if we continue to keep doing the same things and it's not working, from our perspective, that's not going to grow the game. And there are some indicators in South Australia that concern us around growth of the game and um, talent and a few other things that when you look at what's happening in states like New South Wales, Queensland, um, you look at some of the academy structures in that some of the AFL clubs yeah. and the talent that that is starting to deliver into into those clubs, but also into the system. Um, you know, we've got some concerns around that. So, you know, our view is that second tier has to be looked at as part of that um, conversation. And is the Sandfall understanding or receptive to your exit? No, no. So as I said at the start, Kim, we haven't gone to the SNFL and said we're out. Um, we have uh, regular reviews with the SNFL. Okay. Um, and, you know, we're always looking at ways that, you know, we can make the competition better for both parties. And, you know, we also, um, you know, appreciate the position the SNFL are in. The SNFL are, um, you know, uh, are dealing with a situation where you've got two AFL clubs operating in a state league competition. Um, it gets to a point where you, you know, what we're, we're, we're dealing with a system that potentially doesn't work for both parties. So our um, conversation with the AFL is, well, you know, if we're going to be serious about this around the, around the country, let's look at second tier now and, um, and progress that conversation because we don't believe that so, um, the current situation is working for the best interest of, best, best interest of everyone. So, Matthew, nothing is ever simple here. It always becomes that emotional with the headline, End of the Magpies, which is the, a major part of Port Adelaide's history. So if you can't be the Magpies in an AFL National Reserves competition, you can't wear the black and white bars in the AFL National Reserves competition, how do you preserve that heritage at your footy club? Well, I reckon George Fiacci said it best, Roach, on the premiership dice at one point um, in 94, where he said there will be a Port Adelaide football club forever. And that's absolutely what it is. The Port Adelaide Football Club today is um, is playing in the AFL competition. We have an AFLW um, team. We're doing an incredible redevelopment at Albert and Oval, which has been our home since 1880. And Port, the Port Adelaide that I know is always, yet yeah, we're very proud of our, our history and our heritage. And that's the reason we've got to the point that we had. And um, but Port Adelaide is always about looking forward and what's next. And this is just the next evolution of um, and, and growth of the game um, and, uh, and Port Adelaide on that journey. So any time frame that you can tell or you would like? No, as I said at the start, we just, this, this issue we think is a, is a significant issue for the AFL We've been having that. We've elevated that conversation with them over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, there are some. You know, got Tasmania coming into the competition yep. um, uh, in the foreseeable future. You've got West Australian clubs that also are starting to look at their second tier structure. So, you know, rather than wait until having this conversation in 2028 and working out what are we going to do, let's actually mm. start planning um, and involving all the stakeholders in that conversation now, so that by the time we get there. Um, we've got a, got a solution or 
hopefully there's a solution that we can get to sooner that can work for everyone. Rich, I really appreciate your time and your openness and your clarity on the subject matter today. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Not a problem. Thank you. There we go. Makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. This well, we, we, we've, been, we've been running around with compromise systems for too long. It's not helping anyone. No, no, and like we said, we keep saying we've been talking about this for over five years now, Root, so it, uh, it will happen. Yeah, it will. And, uh, just got to get the model right. It's just caught a few let's people by surprise, right. and it's being reported as if it's something new, and it's it's not. Oh, let's take another step, but we've got to get this model right. And I, as I said, I was really disappointed when Gillan McLaughlin let that file disappear a long time ago. Now Andrew Dillon can pick it up, and let's see what comes from it.